Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Pull Up a Stump, Surviving and Thriving Life Nowadays. I am your host, Cassie Pittman, and today we are diving into something that I've just kind of been thinking a lot about lately. Um, I think I originally like heard it kind of like the quote or whatever on TikTok or something like that. Um, probably. And then it kind of just got me thinking. And then I've just been like, you know, it's kind of coming towards the end of the year. Um, I'm officially coming up, uh, at the end of next month, the end of December, I will have officially finished an entire year of weekly therapy. Um, last the end of last December, I called up my therapist and I said, look, I need therapy, um, big time. Uh, (laughs) this year is going to be a rough year for me and I've gone through some stuff and you know, I'm sober and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I need a year of therapy. I need you to commit to a year with me. And she's like, okay, well you need to commit to a year of weekly with me. And I said, okay. So, you know, I'm coming up on a year of weekly freaking therapy. Um, I'm coming up on a year sober. Um, I'm coming up on entering this new, renew phase of having a newborn again. Um, You know, I'm finally making some fucking headway and um, in my case with my daughter and I'm back in her life. She's back in my life. Um, you know, and we're going to be moving again next year. Just all this stuff. Like this last year was a crazy year. Um, and I've kind of just been like doing some personal like inventory of kind of the type of woman I've become, um, the type of woman I'm becoming, the type of mom I am to my daughter, the type of co-parent I'm trying to be. Trying is a freaking, yeah, yeah, we're trying. It's a struggle. Um, and just like overall. And so I kind of, I came across this thing and, or this quote or whatever. And it's like, you wouldn't have the best parts of you if you didn't go through the worst experiences or something along like that. And, you know, as I'm kind of sitting there and thinking about all the stuff I've kind of hashed out and gotten over with my therapist over the last year, and then, you know, the amount of just work I've done on myself, like, I've been a full-time job this past year, um, growing and healing and, like, um you know, creating some pretty freaking strong boundaries, cutting people out of my life, being so solid in my sobriety, um, on top of like going through what I've been going through for the last year. Like this has been by far the hardest, one of the hardest years of my life. Um, more or less just things with my daughter, but, um, you know, and then I lost a baby and that was a hard thing to go through. Um, you know, new relationships, just, it's, it's been a very hard year and doing it all while like staying sober and everything. It's just, yeah. 
So I kind of just, I'm not trying to like toot my horn here. Well, you know, you know what? Fuck it. I am kind of trying to toot my horn here because it was hard. It was hard fucking work. And, you know, I was actually, I was talking about this, um, with someone the other day and I was like, when people give me these like excuses, because, okay, I, as, as you guys kind of know, um, I'm an online fitness coach. And so I deal with people all day, every day, um, with one excuse or the other as to why they can't do something. Um, you know, or I have people in my life that are just lazy as fuck and there's excuses and excuses and excuses as to why things can't get done and why they can't change and why they blah, blah, blah. And I was saying this, I'm like, this is why I have zero fucking sympathy, zero sympathy for people who have these like bullshit excuses. Like if you're, you know, you have fucking multiple sclerosis and you can't make it to the gym. Yeah, that's a legit excuse. But if you're just like being like, oh, I can't start that new habit because it's hard or because I've never done it before. Like go fucking suck your thumb in the corner. Like I have zero sympathy because the amount of work I have put into myself over the last year and like a year and a half ago, okay, I was sitting there in a hotel room and trying to fucking kill myself. Yes, trigger warning. <laughs> I was sitting there, you know, I tried to kill myself. And then I freaking went and was like, look, I need to go fucking get help because I am, my daughter is about to be without a mom because like, I was like, the person that I am right now is so fucking broken for one reason or the other. Um, and like, I knew I needed help and like, you know, was like, ugh, and that was my last my last kind of ditch effort to shape up and you know, it's worked, but you know, so I literally a year and a half ago was at that point where, you know, I, I had to make a choice and a very hard fucking choice within myself of looking at it and being like, like, I never wanted to have to leave my daughter the way that I did. You know, I obviously the way that it ended up going down was not the way that I thought it was. You know, I thought I was leaving her for a little bit um, and I'd be back. And then, you know, as the rug got pulled out from under me, now it's been a year and a half and luckily we're back in each other's lives. But, you know, um, it is what it is. <laughs> we're working on it. Um, but, you know, I never wanted to have like that conversation. I remember sitting there like after I tried to kill myself and I was looking at myself like in a mirror and I was just like, holy shit. Like this is at a dangerous point to the point where like, I literally just tried to do that. And, you know, having to sit there and like, admit to yourself that the person that you are right now is like, I didn't want to be, I didn't, I didn't want to be around my daughter with the type of person that I was right then. I was so broken. I was so like, just traumatized, broken, abused, like started kind of picking up the bottle again. Like, you know, I wasn't a daily drinker at that point, but I was like drinking again, you know, and I was just lost. And so, you know, a year and a half ago, that's the point that I was at, you know, I, I lost my job. Um, I lost like technically my daughter. Um, I lost, tried to lose my life, like all this stuff. And then now a year and a half later, I have put in the fucking work 
And it's not been easy. There's been a lot of hard conversations that have had needed to be had. Uh, you know, it's gotten lonely. It's gotten better. It's, you know, I've lost friends. I've gained friends. I, you know, have an amazing job now. My daughter, I know, is going to be so proud of me one day when she, you know, learns what her mom did, you know. And her mom never fucking stopped fighting for her. Um, you know, and just the, the woman that I've become now, I'm so proud of her and I will shout it from the rooftops and, you know, it really goes, like when I think about it, it's like, I wouldn't be the type of woman that I am today if it wasn't for like the terrible things I've been through and those, when you really look at like people in the world that have like gone on and created beautiful things, you know, have done beautiful things with their lives, have done beautiful things for other people's lives, all this kind of thing, create like those crazy, nice, like, um, what are they called? Like things that you donate to or whatever, you know? Um, and nine times out of 10, the people who, maybe not that much, but you know what I'm trying to say. Nine times out of ten, anybody who goes and, like, creates an impact in the world has gone through things that have, like, transformed them. You know? Like, for example, even, like, two days ago was my daughter's birthday, okay? This lady that I've, I don't know her at all, she reaches out to me says that she knows so-and-so so from way back in the day. She went through something very similar to what I went through with my daughter. And in that, so she's like, you know, I I saw this, knew it wasn't right, thought I'd reach out to you. Um, you know, I want to say, like, I've been following your story and from the day you left, you know, and like, look, I see what you're doing. Um, you know, and now she's like, I went through the kind of the same thing. And now she's pursuing law in the field to make a fucking change. And so like, you know, like this, this lady took this terrible situation that she's been through and is now making a change and an impact in the exact field to be able to make change for children and moms and stuff in the future. And, like, you know, it just goes to show, like, she wouldn't probably have pursued that law career if she hadn't gone through what she'd gone through. And, you know, when just when you look at, like I said, you look at people in the world that have gone on and made an impact, and nine times out of ten, they've been through some shitty things. And so, you know, when you're, when you're going through the shitty things, you are like, holy crap, like, why me? Like, I used to sit there and cry for hours and just be like, why the fuck is this happening to me? Like, yeah, sure, I've done some shitty things in my life, but I don't think I've done anything shitty enough to deserve this, you know? And I could never, for the longest time, get out of the cycle, you know, and all this sort of stuff. And so when you're going through it the first time around or whatever, like, in it, it feels so just... Like, there's no way out. Like, you're just trapped, and it's terrible, and it sucks, and you're like, I don't know how I'm ever going to recover from this. Like, I don't know, 
this is going to destroy me. Like, this is going to scar me. I'm going to have PTSD. I'm going to, like, you know, lose everything in my life. Like, all this stuff. And then if you are strong enough and you are, you put in the work and, you know, you do all the, do all the stuff and you come out the other end. Now, like the amount of messages I get from random people all over the world that, you know, are thankful that I share my story. And that's why I talk about what I talk about and all this is because I now go on and my voice carries such volume and it's just gaining momentum. The more and more I share and the more I talk about where I've been and where I'm going and where I'm at. And I wouldn't I wouldn't have this voice. I wouldn't have this power. I wouldn't have this story if I hadn't gone through the terrible things. And those terrible things through healing through them have become some of the most beautiful parts of me. Like, you're going to be far-fetched to find someone who's more, like, I'm, I'm extremely, I don't know if sympathetic's the right word, but I'm, I'm very, very caring to people who struggle, you know? And, like, you're going to be pretty far-fetched to, to find someone who will defend someone going through, like, an addiction or mental health struggles than me. You know, I'm extremely, extremely caring in that way. Um, you're going to be far-fetched to find someone who's more protective and defensive over her children now because of what I went through and are going through with my daughter. Like, <laughs> you know, you're going to be far-fetched to find someone who works as hard as I work. I work so fucking hard. I work seven days a week. I work from the second I wake up in the morning, like throughout the day, you know, you're going to be far fetched to find someone who is like as understanding as, um, I am with people who, you know, I'm like before I was healed and I wouldn't say I'm like completely healed either. Right. Like we're, it's all a, it's all a journey, but before this last year or so of like really working on myself and getting where I'm at. I would still be like kind of quick to judge people in kind of shitty situations and be like, well, you fucking put yourself there or like, well, why don't you just like snap out of it or, uh, you know, all this sort of stuff. And now I'm like, okay, <laughs> I really understand that it's not as simple as face value. Like, I'm just like, okay, there's some like deeper shit going on here. Um, let's dig into it. And that's what makes me such an amazing coach and amazing at my job. And, you know, will be an amazing mother to my daughter when she's back in my life full time and she's going through shit, you know, because like, let's be honest here, the, the shit that she's been through now, um, will come back to haunt her one day. Unfortunately, there's kind of no way around it. Um, unless somehow, it's a whole other ball game, but you know, like one day my daughter will learn the truth about everything that happened to her in her life when she was little. And you know, when she got, when she has to come to me and she's struggling with this sort of stuff and you know, I will be there and will be this strong freaking unwaverable, like solid person in her life that was like, look, this is how we deal with this. 
And, you know, when my son comes to me with all these issues, like, I I will be the best freaking mom. And all these different things that are now a part of me and these personality traits that I think are just amazing personality traits um, would have never been there if I had just been, had, like, this, like, easy, nice life, you know? Like, like, I don't know. I would way rather sit down and have a conversation and, like, get advice and all this sort of stuff from someone who has, like, dug themselves out of, like, an addiction or mental health or just, like, shit fucking times or whatever than I would some, you know, even, like, multi-millionaire who, you know, just sold a fucking computer platform and that's how they got there. Like, no, I don't really give a shit. And I certainly have zero, like, I, I have, like, zero interest in small talking with anyone who just, like, has no substance to them and has just, like, been handed life. They've never been through hard shit. They just, like, they're just... To me, those type of people now are just so boring and they're just so, like, empty. It's just, like, a shell and I'm just, like, yeah, there's nothing to you. Like, I don't really care to talk to you. Like, and I think I saw this other thing, too, and it was, like, the more you heal, the more, um, like... It's not as if when you heal, because, okay, let's kind of backtrack here. As you heal, right, you kind of, like, you you should anyway, become more protective over your time and yourself and all that, right? Because, like, you've put in some work and, you, you know, you don't want to lose that. So, in turn, it can kind of also come off as, like, you have no interest in, like, making new friends or, like, you, you just have your couple friends and you're good kind of thing and it can be, like, a little bit lonely, but at the same time, I think that it really boils down to, like, like, I just, I'm so protective over my time and over my energy that, like, if I'm not really getting much out of you and if, like, this just kind of feels like boring-ass small talk and, like, this conversation I could really do without, like, I'm just not really going to talk to you. And I'm not trying to be, like, rude or stuck up. It's just, like, I really... If I'm going to talk to someone, if I'm going to interact with someone, if I'm going to, like, put effort into this person, like, I want to be able to, like, gain something. So, like, people that are just, like, there's no substance to them. Like, I really just don't care to talk to you. Um, you're kind of just boring me at this point. And, you know, like, but it, because of that, the people that I do end up having like these really big conversations with and enjoy their company and love talking to them and can't wait to talk to them and all this kind of stuff, they are such beautiful humans and they give me so much insight and all this stuff. And it's just like, I never would have made these, like I just realized before like I was just wasting so much time so much time and energy on being like a people pleaser and like making sure that you know I could talk to everyone and anyone because I was scared of looking like a bitch or anything like that but my life was so meaningless like no wonder I freaking went nuts like I had no meaning besides like being a mom to my daughter to my life and you know when you're going through the type of shit that I was going through like I'm undealt with postpartum depression which like skyrocketed my anxiety which like dealing with like abuse and dealing with like being completely alone and just it was just so much like no wonder I freaking went nuts but you know I just realized back then like I was just 
I had no real substance to me. And that's part of the reason, you know, why I drank is because I was trying to escape that feeling that like there was nothing to me. I was just like walking around day to day life, like no real, no real substance. And, you know, now I know what the fuck I bring to the table. And like that cliche saying, like, I know what I bring to the table and I am not afraid to eat alone. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful part of me. And, you know, I'm not for everyone. And as you, as you heal and become this new version of you, yeah, you're not going to be for everyone. And there's going to be people who, you know, judge you and think that you're a bitch or think that you know, you're stuck up or whatever. And it's like, I really don't give a shit if that's what you think of me because I know more so than ever who I am now. And I'm really, and I worked really hard to be this person. And so, you know, those people like just brush them off with a grain of salt and move on to the people that see the beauty in this person that you are now. And they see the value in it and they see the beauty and they're like, yeah, there's something special about this girl or this guy or whoever you are. And there are people out there that see it, you know, and luckily I have found a few of those people and I have great relationships with them now and you just have to find them. And I'm nine times out of 10, those people have been through shit too. And when you can sit down and have like an open, honest conversation with someone about the shit that you've been through and the way that you've crawled your way back from like the depths of hell, Um, And then they're like, dude, me too. And then you have these conversations where you're just like, holy shit. And you find that like connectivity with this person. Oh my God. Like it is such an amazing conversation to have. And I think when we, when we really make that switch and we really like come to terms with that, yeah, like it sucks to look back and you know, for example, like know the time that I've lost with my daughter and know the stuff that's gone on in her life for the last year and a half. And, you know, look back on, you know, having been through the sexual abuse that I've been through and, you know, losing my parents and all these different things that I've been through. It, it sucks. You know, like I get, I look back at like the things that I did throughout my entire life of drinking and like, all the the opportunities I, you know, pissed away and or drank away, you know, all the relationships that could have probably turned out to be like my husband, um, you know, that I drank away and all these different things that, you know, I look back and I'm like, wow, I'm really fucking embarrassed. I'm really mad at myself. Um, I'm really disappointed in myself and all this. And I sat in that for so long until I started to be like, okay, yeah, like that's shitty. Wish it never happened. But now let's heal the parts of me that made the, made that happen and move on. Okay. I'm about to be 30. 30 is going to be a great fucking year. Um, and now, you know, let's make the rest of my life beautiful. And because of these things, I've become this super protective, hardworking, caring, compassionate, um, insightful, witty, extremely fucking smart, 
um, amazing woman and mother that anybody is, should be afraid to go up against and should be extremely grateful to have in their life, in their life, in their life, you know, and when you can kind of take the shit that you've been through and, and heal and make that connection, it is such a powerful feeling and you kind of start to, to, I wouldn't say be thankful, maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but be thankful for having gone through what you've gone through. And I think, you know, the more that you start to create a tribe around you and find your tribe of people that appreciate these qualities in you, um, and as soon as you, excuse me, legitimately try to, or start to appreciate these qualities in yourself, um, you know, because even, like, let's, for example, like, for a while, I kind of, I think I was more confused about it than anything, but I kind of didn't like that I was becoming this person that, like, the first time that you disrespect me, I will cut you the fuck out of my life. Like, I am so quick to make boundaries on people and to cut people out and to, like, you got to show me one bad, fr you lied to me once, you know, you did, you burned my trust once, you, you know, that kind of stuff. And I will cut you so quick. And for, like, quite a while, I kind of didn't love that quality about myself because I was like, oh, my God, like, am I rude? Like, am I becoming this person that can't give people second chances or, like, anything like that? And then I realized, like, when I really healed with it, with my therapist and just through the work I've done, I started to see, like, no, I am that way because... People would do these things to me, you know, I would trust in someone and they would fucking rip the rug out from under me, um, you know, or I would give somebody so many chances and that would lead me to do like self-destructive behaviors that I knew I didn't want to do. For example, drinking, you know, I would then start to drink and I didn't want to be drinking, but it was like, that was my, that was the only way I knew how to escape. And so as I made the connection that like, it's, it was like a defense mechanism, but at the same time, now it's become a beautiful part of me because, like, I only have, like, supreme people around me, which in turn, I will only have supreme people around my children, which in turn will make my children so, like, influenced by just powerful people, which I think is very important, especially for a little boy to grow up in this world and for my daughter because she's not going to have it super easy with with the situation of her family she's going to struggle and there's no kind of way around it and we're going I'm going to try my best to create the most peaceful beautiful like life on my end um but unless some people start to like wrap their head around the idea that like <laughs> whatever, we can hate each other all we want. The only one in the middle of this that we should really care about is her. Um, you know, and like, I hate you, you hate me. Cool. Well, that sucks to be us, but we have a little person in the middle here that needs both of us to be our best versions, you know, and like the family surrounding that whole side and everything. It's just, you know, she's not going to, she's going to have some rough, times in her life because of this and you know 
to be able to just like provide her with a life on this end that is just surrounded with powerful, positive, successful, loving, caring people is such a beautiful thing. And whether that's like three people or whether that's 20, like, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, but being able to be that version of me for and have those types of people around me for my kids um, makes me so happy. Because, you know, before I didn't, I wouldn't say I just let like every freaking Joe into my life. But I certainly was surrounded by, you know, a kind of a variety of people, some not so great people. I had some other friends that were like great people. You know, I had people who I let walk all over me. I had people who continuously burnt and broke bridges and broke my trust and, you know, all that. And it was just because I was scared to be alone. I was scared to have conversations with people that I knew needed to be had, all this stuff. Whereas now, like, I'm like, fuck it. Like, I really don't give a shit what you think about me. I really don't give a shit if you think I'm being rude or uptight or anything. Like what matters at the end of the day is I'm happy. I'm at peace. I'm safe. My kids are happy. My kids are at peace. My kids are safe. That's what matters to me. And because of the shit that I've been through, I've become this person. And so when I read that quote, like, you wouldn't have the most beautiful parts of you if it wasn't for the terrible experiences. It just like really solidified this shift in me and being able to like visualize it like that and make that connection. Like I just hope and I pray that whoever's listening to this right now, you can listen to that and make that same switch in your mind. And it, it, it also, it takes the power away from the terrible experiences because, you know, they do hold a power over you no matter how much you've healed from them and stuff. Um, as like, as a trauma, like a trauma bond to these things. But when you take it away and start to be like, because of this fucking terrible thing, it's created something beautiful. The power, like the negative power that these situations hold vastly diminish and now all of a sudden they hold a beautiful power and you can use it as like a beauty within you I just hope that everybody who's been through hard shit in their lives can heal and become and view these things as what I've just talked about like, it's just insane when I really look at the last year. Like, while healing and while working on myself and while doing all this stuff, I was still going through, like, the hardest thing I've ever gone through. Like, when I look at it, I was actually, I was talking to my, my friend the other day and I said, you know, like, 2021 was the year that fucking broke me. It was the worst year of my life, was 2021. It broke me. I lost my daughter. I lost myself. It was the worst year of my life. 2022 was my, was my year of healing. It was my year of growth and becoming this, this woman that I am today. It was a hard year. It was a year of a lot of work. It was a year of a lot of 
just self-reflection and therapy and all that. And now 2023 is going to be the year where by the end of 2023, I'm going to look back and be like, holy shit, that was the year where my life propelled. It is my last year in my 20s. I'll be 29 in March and then, you know, that'll be my last year in my 20s. The amount of work that I've done this year will just like propel itself. You know, things with my daughter are going to be like pretty much solidified midway through the year. Um, all this sort of stuff. And it's just like my son will be here. We'll be doing all that. And 2023 is going to be the year of growth. 2021 broke me broke me to the point where I didn't even know if I could come back from that. 2022 was work and healing and becoming the the extremely powerful woman that I am today. 2023 is going to be my year where my life just fucking propels. And it wouldn't be possible if I hadn't broke the way that I broke, hadn't been through the shit that I've been through this last year, you know, hadn't healed through the things that I've gone through. And it's a beautiful power to, to hold when you start to switch that mindset. And I just hope that you can, you can go through it too, because your life can be beautiful after like the worst things ever imaginable. I promise. So let's just kind of leave it there. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, don't forget, move your body, drink your water, do your positive affirmations. And I challenge you to, yeah, start looking at the shit that you've been through in your life and start looking at it like because of that you've become so beautiful. I mean, it's going to take a lot of work, but you could do it. So have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review or like a star of this. Um, share away. And I will talk to you guys again next week. Next week, this time, I will have my son with me. So maybe you'll hear him cry in the background of next week's episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, have a great day, guys. Adios. <laughs>